things have changed. There's a lot that has happened in the past three months. It's been a crazy, crazy three months. We are literally in the midst of a pandemic. Uh, the coronavirus or COVID-19 uh, originated from China and now is all over the world. Uh, the U.S. is facing lockdowns in many big cities. Schools are being shut. Work from home is is now mandated by almost every big company. Apple has their retail stores closed in North America for a while. So has Nike. And the leagues are, are closed. Uh, the NBA, the Premier League have been postponed indefinitely. Uh, and in all this, there's a toilet paper shortage. There's fear in not understanding what this disease could actually be. People are not really flying. You know, the hotel industry, airlines, crews. It's been staggering what's happened in the last, what, 16 weeks, where the market has gone from all-time highs to bear market territory. Like, it's lost 20 to 25%. In this period, which is unprecedented, it's we've not really seen something like this before. Uh, so today, in the Things Have Changed podcast, we just wanted to understand. We wanted to have a conversation as to whether this has been seen before. In the sense, how does the government react to such a scenario? How do people react? How do monetary policies, fiscal policies affect this whole? situation that we are all in. An engineer, banker, and dancer go on a hike. They realize how things have changed and start a podcast. Hi, I'm Jed, the banker. I'm Shikhar, the engineer. And I'm Adrian, the dancer. And we are THC. We break down topics, meet pioneers, and share ideas. Welcome to Things Have Changed. The first responders to this was the monetary policy, right? Which the Federal Reserve is is responsible for doing. So within their toolbox of either reducing the interest rates or pumping money into the liquidity markets, Mm -hmm. that's what they do. And that's what they did today. Yeah. Interest rates went slashed to zero percent which yeah that's pretty ridiculous yeah zero to zero point two five percent that's they decreased the target they pumped 500 billion bucks to treasury bills they're gonna buy that right and they're also gonna buy 200 billion dollars worth of mortgage-backed securities it's crazy so what does it mean when when they slash the interest rates is this good for the consumer generally Generally, okay. I would say that. But they usually reduce the interest rates in fear of a recession, right? okay. especially to zero. It's in fear of a recession. They want to make sure that, that borrowing is free. There's lots of liquidity. People um, are still engaged in the market. Yeah, so, mortgages, so they can, auto they loans. Can, uh, buy something mm-hmm. and have it financed. That's the big worry, right? Okay. Is that we rely on these, these funding measurements, um, funding opportunities with, with lending. So really, they want to ensure that there's still lending and borrowing going on in the economy to keep it going. 
how do you buy a car? How do you buy a house? You know, that financing, nobody has a million bucks to go just buy a house yeah. <laughs> or just buy a car with like 25,000 or 35,000. Nobody's liquid like that. Yeah. So we rely on these things in our economy and what they're essentially doing is, is making sure that's still available and it's easy for banks to lend. And on top of that, um, something that's not really been seen or done before to this level is the collaboration and coordination of all of these central banks from different countries. Uh, you see the Bank of Canada, Bank of England, Bank of Japan, uh, the Swiss National Bank, all announcing that they're going to be working together to ensure that we have liquidity in the markets and to really make sure that the US dollar is strong and doesn't uh, fall off the map. I think 2001 was more, um, you know, when the Twin Towers were uh, crashed into, uh, that was more like a societal just shock where everyone just stood back and were like, wow, how did this happen? 2008 was something like that in the financial sense, right? Where huge, huge um, layman, uh, layman brothers collapse, which, you know, caused the whole recession, which kind of led the recession. Uh, this kind of feels like a mix of both, where it's societal with the virus and also which impacts the financial market. So it's right. such uncharted territory in that sense. Adding on to that, I think that it's really important for the government to really push for people to be aware of social distancing and to start implementing ways that they can lessen the risk that they get contracted and to not contribute to the growth of this coronavirus. Going forward, it's important that we as consumers should look at how the government can be more proactive and how we can be proactive in uh, dealing with this economic slowdown. So there's also a fiscal policy to, to um, this, this pandemic, um, if you can call it. And uh, that's kind of giving people... Um, a bit more leverage, a bit more freedom to do the thing, normal things that they do. Um, one example is in 2008, uh, the government actually handed certain low-income families $600 to actually continue what um, their normal life, uh, buying groceries, uh, you know, going out, you know, having food on their plates, things like that. So, you know, it could be tax breaks for small businesses to keep keep them going, keep them running in such a time. Um, and um, increasing time for paid leave. Yeah. Um, a lot of tech companies has even participated by uh, having unlimited paid time off. Yeah. So, I mean, a large portion of employment is early. I mean, early workers. So right. what do they do when they got them? make sure they are practicing social distancing right. while not being at work. You know, people don't have the luxury to exactly to work from home. All, not all people have that luxury. So um, the fiscal side of things in the coming weeks is going to be so important to rebuild what the virus would actually right. you know, cause. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Things Have Changed. Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and follow us on our Instagram at THC underscore pod. We're going to see you next time.